Parents and guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. I'm excited about today's guest, Dr. Stephanie Ride. Dr. Ride is a chemist, a boy mom, and a social media influencer who enjoys using her background to create superior educational products and content. Now, although an academic at heart, Dr. Stephanie is passionate about learning through play. She can be found helping young kids explore the fascinating world around them. Well, without further ado, on with the show. Well, 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 welcome to another episode of Fearlessly Parodying. Today I have with me a very special guest, Stephanie Ryan, or should I say Dr. Stephanie Ryan. And uh, I, I'm truly excited to have her on today to to speak to you. But that's enough from me. I'm going to give the mic now to uh, Dr. Ryan. Dr. Ryan, what do you have for us today? Well, we have some great discussions about things that we can teach our kids um, that involve science, but also life lessons. And I really want parents to walk away from this knowing that they are more capable of teaching science than they think they are. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I can see where there might be a little trepidation on that. Go ahead. Yeah. So one of the things, I mean, I'm a scientist and an educator. And during the pandemic, I had my four-year-old at home with me um, because we have some people in our family who were higher risk and we wanted to make sure everyone was safe. And I was overwhelmed. I was like, I don't even know what to do with a four-year-old all the time, you know? And it was like, I felt unprepared. And I thought to myself, if I'm feeling unprepared, and I am a scientist and an educator, like I bet parents out there are feeling really overwhelmed. And how can I maybe help that? So I talked with my son's preschool teacher about some of the skills they teach. And a lot of it is like pouring water and learning which thing is bigger than the other and very simple skills like that. And I, it gave me this boost of confidence that I was like, oh yeah, I've got this. <laughs> and um I decided to apply it to science and math. So as a parent, you've lived a life, right? So you've had a lot of life experience. Mm -hmm. Whether we share all of that with our kids, that's different. <laughs> the life experience. <laughs> they don't um, need to know everything. They don't need to know it all. Um, so the life experiences, like you know that ice will melt when you put it outside on a hot day. Um, my son didn't know that. Like we had to learn that, you know, and like you remember there are things that they don't know and you are very capable of showing them. And it might seem silly at first to let your child put an ice cube tray in the oven to see if it makes ice, but it actually helps them understand what's going on by having something not work. So by running up against a failure or challenging an idea they had, they now have evidence to change what they're thinking and try something new. Um, so there are all these kinds of concepts that you take for granted. You know, a liquid, a solid, a gas, you know what a pattern is. They don't know these things. And so you are actually an expert at basics of science and math. <laughs> but, they just, but they just don't know. I'm intrigued by a couple of things. Uh, one, you know, I think a lot of times we, we don't know what we don't know and because we don't know the unknown. It makes us scared. We 
we have a little trepidation, a, a, a lot of self-doubt. I don't know that I could do that. But then you come up with the simple concept of say, okay, well, let's put a let's put an ice tray into uh, into an oven and see if that makes ice. Well, no, it doesn't. So now let's put it into the freezer and see if that makes ice. Ah, so that works there. And then you can just explain that basic, simple concept to parents. I, I like that. Well, and the cool thing with that one, this actually really happened to me last summer. My son wanted to make popsicles. And so we started talking, well, how do you make a popsicle? And he actually suggested putting it outside. And the scientist in me was like, I don't want to let you do this. Like, no, that's wrong. But then I thought, you know what? When he's learning how to walk, you cheer him on. And he's learning how to learn. Let's cheer him on. And so I did the experiment with him. We put it outside on a 95 degree day and the water disappeared. It didn't really disappear, but in his mind it did. And it was, we built through this. And then later in the year, it was raining and it was like 32 degrees out. So it was really almost ice. And he said, mommy, is it going to turn to ice now that it's cold? Just like our popsicles did. And I'm like, yes. And I never had to teach the two separate things, just the one. And he applied it because he did it himself. Most kids when they're, when they're young, it's much easier to teach them. They, They grasp concepts a whole lot easier than you are you or I would be being older. So isn't that the time to to teach them? Absolutely. And teaching them how to find patterns in things they see, even if it's just with like colored macaroni or things like that, making a pattern is so important to a lot of the stuff we do as adults, no matter what your job is. You're finding patterns in some things. Or you're justifying your claim with evidence. Like, why do you think that? Are you just talking or is there a piece of evidence? Um, And these are skills that we can really, I mean, they fit so well with what children already do. They're little scientists. They ask a ton of questions. And like, we just keep that going and apply it to science and math. They can really have a good start when they get into school. Well, now let me ask you this. Because you talk about, hey, the pandemic put you into this role of being a teacher to your child. Uh, The pandemic is starting to go away here and things will start to return to some semblance of normalcy. Uh, But when kids do go back to school, should parents still try to be active like you were active in your child's life and, and, and doing these different experiments and talking with them about that? Uh, should, should they still take a part? I think so, yes. And I know that sounds a little overwhelming to parents. It's like, well, the teachers have it. Why do I need to do this? But it's reinforcing what they're learning in school and showing that it's in their everyday life. And learning next to your parent is actually really fun and solidifies it for the kid. So if you don't know an answer, that's totally fine. Google it. Watch a YouTube video with your kid or test it out. A lot of things you can test out with stuff in your kitchen. You know, my son went to, uh, he's high-functioning autistic, and he went to K-12 Virtual Academy. So that's a plug for them. They did a really good job with him. But he would have these lab experiments. And (laughs) I was the lucky one of me and my wife to do the lab experiments. and, And also I did history and math. And my wife would deal with the English and communication type deals. 
And, but I remember sitting down going through these experiments with him. And I think he got more out of that than when he was in, uh, you know, public school working there with a teacher coach. He and I, father and son, we were doing that together. Yeah, definitely. And I think one of the really important things that you'll see is that if a kid sees that learning is lifelong, they will keep learning their whole lives. So if they see you reading and learning, they see you trying new things and not doing as well in the beginning, they see that you had to grow to get to where you are as well. And then they also become lifelong learners, which I think is really important uh, because you definitely have some people out there who are like, I don't need to grow. I don't need to know anything. I'm done. I'm an adult. And oh, that's you're preaching the sermon there, Dr. Wright, preaching the sermon because I try to tell parents that all the time. Uh, you, you know, you're all, you've got to grow yourself. If you don't grow yourself, you're not developing who you are. How can you pour into your child's life out of an empty picture? You just can't do it. Learning is lifelong. I, I, I love that. Parents, I hope that you hear that. Uh, until the good Lord calls us home, we ought to all be learning and then applying that, what we've learned and the experience from that to our children. Definitely. Wow, wasn't that awesome? I think Dr. Stephanie Ryan did an outstanding job. So you need to come back for part two of my interview with Dr. Stephanie Ryan. So until the next time we meet, again, go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless you.